Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We're broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios. MTE supplies power to the station's 328-foot tower in downtown Murfreesboro and to the Center for the Arts, MTE, serving to make life better since 19. And 36. Uh, so we're talking with the Center for the Arts. Denise Parton has been pinch hitting the last few weeks. She's always <laughs> here. I mean, Denise is always here. But uh, we have something rather exciting to talk about today, don't we? Yes, we're very excited. Who's going to get the fun? I'll let you since you're the host. You can announce it. <laughs> well, uh, if you've uh, been on our website, you noticed that uh, over the weekend, a story went up about uh, the Center for the Arts naming Regina Ward, the uh, new executive director. And lo and behold, today's your first day on the job. Regina, how, how are you? Uh, you know, I'm doing great. What, what more to love? I'm <laughs> down on the square. It's sunny. It's a little brisk outside, but that's okay. And I'm sitting here talking to you. Well, when Denise... I think you had the last time we talked you had some type of idea of of the the folks that were being considered for this job and you were just kind of really very excited about the future for the center and yes and now here we are yeah now here we are and I and I'm very excited about the future now that Regina's joined the team yeah um, yes we had a lot of applications pour in but hers glowed and lifted up off the table oh, thank you that <laughs> hovered, huh? yes it hovered <laughs> um, but yes um after the interview process she was you know on my top of my list for the whole time very very excited and very happy she accepted and so yes today is we had to wait two weeks after that (laughs) today's her first day and we were celebrating at the center today but um yeah we're we're positive we are going to have a very bright and prosperous future and you were on that selection committee which is why i kind of asked that question uh, among others so uh, mm-hmm. Regina, you are uh, homegrown, I hear, right? Oh yeah, grew up on East Lytle. How about that? Yeah. So you you know every back way to get to the Center for the Arts. You I know, guess. it's <laughs> funny because Denise and I were walking through the building today, and I said, "Oh, I'm very familiar with this building. I grew up here when it was a library." Yeah. Um. So it is. Um. It's wonderful to be in the space. Um. The square really does feel like home for me um i love historical architecture anyways and so i'm a little bit of a nut my uh, dad was a history professor at mtsu and um i really respect um our community's history and i'm thrilled that the center has had the ability to preserve a space um and i'm excited to just continue to watch it grow and continue sharing it with other people and i have great fond memories of it as a library um and walking down um the street with my mom and friends uh to get to hear story time and read and have tea parties. And so I'm excited about the work that Denise does with CSA and the opportunity that other kids and students also get to make memories in that building. And I think that that's really important as Murfreesboro continues to grow, that we have a place where people are getting to make memories that will last their lifetime. Yeah. She's already using acronyms. So, I mean, yeah. you have to be very Sorry, excited. Center Stage <laughs> Academy, <laughs> yeah. CSA. I, 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 I knew what it meant, but that, I mean, that's impressive for day one, you know, to, to be talking about that. The, uh, the arts are so important important to a community and Regina as 
as our community grows, obviously being from here, you've, you've seen the tremendous growth that we've seen uh, within the city limits. The square is is completely different than what it was. Completely different. You know, uh, from back in the day. But uh, with that growth, um, to, to have a niche, to have a part of, you know, a facility where you do, I mean, that that's... That's a leg up over many communities. It's really special, um, if I'm being honest, and I, I think that the community knows that. I am excited to see how we can continue to collaborate with other organizations and our school system as well. Um, you mentioned what arts does for the community, and I do believe that when we look at the type of experiences that art brings to people whether it's the artist themselves or someone that's experiencing it for the first time or for a long time um you you get to see how important it is to people i always like to use the example that um if you bring in and um person of a certain age and they hear a song from their childhood you immediately can see their eyes light up and they have a memory um, of where they were when they heard that song or something that happened in their life at that moment. And I think that that's important. Um, art is helpful in that space. Um, but then for the artists themselves to be able to have a space that they can create um, and push themselves um, way back in the day, I used to be a dancer and um, ballet is my favorite. However, I struggled and I, um, Personally, I would find myself at the ballet bar working really, really hard. And when I was working hard, it helped me to zone out and think only about the art. And I could expand um, my learning and my craft when I was working hard in that space. And I think that artists need that. Um, and the fact that the center can be a safe haven for that um, is their learning and experiencing and growing, but also the fact that someone can come in and have an experience as a patron um, is just incredibly important. And so I'm thrilled that we get to continue that work. We uh, have joining us today from the Center for the Arts, Regina Ward and Denise Parton. And uh, Regina is day one on the job as the new <laughs> executive director. Uh, I, I want to go back to something you mentioned when you talked about the, the children's programming. It's so important to um, the, the, our, our society, our, our culture, to give kids an opportunity to experience the arts. And you have to be really excited with, uh, with that programming that goes on at the center. Absolutely, I am. As a product of two educators, um, education is incredibly important to me. Um, but so is art. And you have to think about how sometimes children just need an extra opportunity to connect learning um, with something else that they might love or might even be unfamiliar with to really see them blossom. And um, so I was talking to a friend the other day and we were discussing how um, she knew a child that was having some trouble reading aloud in class. And we kind of joked because um, my other half, my husband, um, was one of those kids who never wanted to read out loud um, in class. You know, the teacher calls on you. He's going to read the paragraph. As you all can probably tell, I was the child that raised my hand first to read out loud. Um, but, 
You think about what that could do for a student when Denise hands them a script for the first time. They might be terrified. Mm -hmm. They may not read well. They may not feel like that is um, something that they could thrive in. But by the time they go through her program, they realize that it's not just words on a page and they can have an emotion attached to that they can learn confidence in that and not only is that helpful for them in school but you have to think about how that translates for them as adults and as we talk about the workforce and as Murfreesboro continues to grow we always need people in the workforce that are ready to present that are in sales that are in marketing that um, know how to sit down and have a conversation with somebody if they're a therapist those are all skills sets that can come from the liberal arts um, and come from people having that first experience. And so um, just really excited to be able to continue that work. As I said, you know, Denise has done a great job in making sure that students have that available to them. Um, and I'm just thrilled to see how many more students we can serve. Yeah. And, you know, I think this generation coming up here has lost maybe some of the ability to be able to communicate because we have so many different ways now, mm-hmm. text right. and social media and mm-hmm. things of that nature. But it, it it's an important skill and the arts can certainly make words come alive you know absolutely and you know i think it's interesting that you say that i would use the word um distraction we have so many distractions all the time um but it's how do we use that for good right these are the cards we've been dealt what do we figure out um that we can do with that and even when you look at platforms like um instagram and facebook and tiktok people are creating art on there and they can use that as an art form. Mm -hmm. And so it's what can we do to help enhance that and help them see how to use it for good. It's not just snapping a picture or, you know, recording yourself talking for 45 minutes, which seems really awkward to me. Um, (laughs) But there are ways for them to express themselves. And if we can harness some of that um, and use it so that students can be in a space that they feel comfortable with because they're on it all the time with their friends or whatever that may look like. Um, But also recognize how valuable um, the written word is um, and speaking and presenting and how to do that in a way that is helpful for themselves, um, but also so that it's in a way that they're communicating well with others. I think that it's a skill set that will serve them well long term. Regina, we we went from um, talking about growing up on Lytle Street and then now executive director, but you've been here in Rutherford County and you've done a lot of things within our community. Um, worked at the chamber, I think. I did. For a while. Mm-hmm. And so um, this this is right in your wheelhouse, I would think, uh, the, because the job is, is promoting, it's fundraising, it's all those things. It is. And I did work at the Chamber of Commerce. I've worked at several nonprofit organizations here locally that I have just loved um, and most recently worked for Bethany Christian Services um, for their international headquarters um, as a fundraising strategist and so I love fundraising um, I love it as an art form in an odd way um, but I, I think it's 
an important element um, of how we look at growing the center. And so, you know, something that's high on our priority list is how do we not only continue to engage our wonderful volunteers and our patrons, but how do we continue to engage those that are our donors and what that looks like for the future of the center as we continue to grow. Denise, uh, you, you have to be very excited about this energy. I mean, oh, I am. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm ready to run through a wall now already. You know, just. <laughs> yes, that's how I felt. Okay, I was her first interview. We did Zoom, and uh, I was sitting. I did it at home because I don't want to be at the office and have everybody listening in. So I was at home, and um, I had a notebook. I think five pages. I, I was writing down everything she said. Five pages of notes is all good stuff because I took notes on you know but it was all good um after that i'm like whew, you know <laughs> it was over and i'm like oh, you know i love her i love her so then uh you know set up the second interview and we all met in person uh and then i was still just as excited about that so it was like yes yes please for the love of god please <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah we are we're very excited so i told the staff then after it was official and mm-hmm. she accepted i said okay guys you're going to be excited we have someone wonderful coming in and i was surprised to be honest because i had never met regina before because i keep my nose i'm like no i'm the grindstone I'm not, i don't get out much i have no social life you guys know anyway so I just work, work, work. But um, the more people I told, and everybody's like, their eyes would get, you know get big, and they go, "Oh, I love her." And I went, "You know her? I just love her. I just met her." Like, uh, and so so many people knew you, Regina, and so many people know her, and I'm so excited. People that I never knew that had met you, I'm like, "Oh, Regina's coming. This is great." So yeah, they everybody at the center is very excited too. Yeah. Well, before our time gets away, let's remind folks of some dates. Uh, Elf, uh, December 3rd start, right? Is that right? No, that's no. next year. <laughs> that's next year. We have, oh, we're have. we in the middle of Sister Act. It has one more okay. weekend, yeah. but it is sold out. So mm. you will have to be on a wedding list to see that. But we have Nuncrackers starting December 12th. I mean, I'm sorry, December 2nd through the 18th. And that is our Christmas show. Very hilarious, funny uh, show. And then Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat starts in January. And yes, I'm directing that one. So I'll plug. <laughs> that at a later date <laughs> it's going to be great colorful wild fun and uh, uh, we have shrek at mtsu uh, in december and james and the giant peach this week at the center that's busy oh yeah always you know busy, busy. Mm-hmm. and uh if you want to see the 2023 schedule uh there's some really good stuff on there uh, check borougharts.org uh, all the information you uh want to be able to find about the center for the arts is right there for you and uh regina good to meet you and um too, just Brian. know Thanks. that we are here to promote the center for the arts any way we can for you awesome super excited thank y'all for what you do for us absolutely and denise We'll see you soon. Yeah, see you soon. All right. Thanks, thanks so much. Thank you. And if you missed uh, part of this podcast, I would encourage you to go back and check WGNSRadio.com under Rutherford Issues, uh, under the podcast section, tap on Rutherford Issues, and you can listen back to the interview. Uh, you can also listen back to any of our previous shows or consume it wherever you're consuming audio. If it's Spotify, if it's Apple Podcasts, Facebook Podcasts, we've got it all in those locations. Keep up with what's happening right here in Rutherford County at WGNSRadio.com. Have a great day, everybody, and we'll see you next time.